The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to It's Absolutely All About You with your host, Eileen Nunez. Our program is based on Eileen's book of the same name, Today, you'll learn about the greatness that lives within you and how to bring that greatness forth to live a most successful and rewarding life. Now, here's Eileen Nunez. Hi, everybody. This is Eileen. I hope you've all had a great week. I'm really excited about today's show. As everybody knows, um, we're going to be talking a little bit about being fearless and how we can actually overcome anxiety so we can all begin to accomplish the dreams and goals of our life's purpose and what exactly we envision for ourselves. And part of the book, uh, absolutely all about you, that we've been talking about for the past few weeks, um, does address a lot of the uh, different emotions that we undergo. And one of the ones that we've talked about and we've touched upon briefly have been the impacts of fear in our life and um, how we all have the ability to able to overcome the fear and we all have different ways that we target that and different ways that we actually can strategically work through that and um, so I have an amazing guest with me today I'd love to introduce her um, to all of you who perhaps some of you already know that she's on we've been trying to um, to let everybody know and I know that last week I did make an announcement that Jennifer Grace um, she's on um, she'll be on the show with me today and we will have the opportunity to be speaking with her and getting some of her input and insights on her spectacular work um, for those of you who don't know a lot about um, Jennifer um, she's the number one life coach in South Florida by New Times Jennifer Grace is a Hay House author whose book Directing Your Destiny was published in 2013 based on the uh, famed Stanford University master's degree course Create Creativity in Business her program helps students get unstuck in their lives which you know obviously that's what that's what we all know fear does to us it, it definitely does have the impact of paralysis uh, for many of us. She's a great teacher, a great coach. She empowers students with practical tools and proven techniques to make your dreams happen. Jennifer currently leads workshops and courses in Miami and online and leads retreats worldwide. Um, if any, well, we'll be sharing her, her email information, but for any emails that you would like to share with Jennifer, you can reach her at www.jennifergrace.com. And so I've got Jennifer on on the line with us so that um, we could both be talking to you a little bit more about our topic today, which is being fearless. Um, so Jennifer, hi Jennifer, this is Eileen. Are you on? Hi Eileen, thank you so much for having me on your show. Of course, it's a pleasure. <laughs> yes. 
So I, I wanted to ask you a little bit, Jennifer, because I know that both of us, it's, it's great that we have such, um, we've had such an ability to be able to reach out and to work with so many people at so many different levels, you on your career path and, and mine with, with the different types of work that I have done in the past as well. And I wanted to find out a little bit about what strategies or techniques would you be recommending uh, would be helpful for the fear and the anxiety and overcoming these two very powerful emotions that really take over our lives. Absolutely. And, you know, I always say um, to my students and my clients, you know, we have to cultivate fearlessness. And then I add, and fearlessness is not the absence of fear, but it's the presence of bravery. And, you know, we really, we, we get to choose in every moment if we're going to allow our fear to paralyze us or we're going to allow our fear to propel us. And I think a lot of people, what they're doing is they're waiting for their fear to go away in order to really go after their dreams. And I'm here to say that um, it may not ever go away. I think it's more about learning how to make friends with your fear and work with your fear. And it's about feeling your fear and doing it anyway. So, you know, a lot of what I want to share on this show with your listeners is about that working with your fear of cultivating the courage and the fearlessness to feel the fear and do it anyway. That's wonderful. I love that you have that that you have the effects of being able to project that and to be able to help the listeners today with that information. I know that one of the things in my in my practice that, that were very helpful, not only for myself in my own journey, but how I've been able to teach some of the people that I've worked with in the past is to be able to externalize it. If we yep. could name fear and we could give it an identity outside of us, and call it, whether we call it the chair or it's the pillow or it's just the pebble that we can hold on to in our hand, then the fear doesn't have that power that you're talking about. It doesn't have the ability to paralyze us. Yes. Um, what would be some of the tools that you would be introducing to our guests? Well, just kind of going you know, off of that, if we're going to name our fear, I think it's really a wonderful tool to dive into our journals and, and do that there and start you know, exploring that fear, you know, when you start acknowledging it, right. Right. Um, that starts to have the hold on us, you know, loosen a little bit and, um, just writing down very simple things about what, what is your fear? Where do you feel it in your body? Um, you know, sometimes I have my students draw their fear, name their fear. What's the texture of it? Where is it lodged in you? And now this starts to detach yourself from the fear, like you said, being inside of you. Now it's outside of you and we're getting to know it and we're starting to make friends with it. And we're seeing it for something that is not us, that we're more witnessing. So I think through creativity, whether it's drawing it, naming it, journaling about it is such a beautiful first step to start detaching from it and looking at it from this witness perspective where now you get now you're in much more powerful place with it because it's not running you you know now you're getting to know it 
I love that perspective. I use journaling a lot also because I feel that rather than holding on to it within us, if we can at least put it outside of us, it just it's so much more relieving and we do get to see, you know, the impact that it does have on the other person and, and their shoulders will drop and they can actually take a deep breath again and feel like they're not being overcome by this level of fear that in the past they just didn't know what to do with it. Yep. And the fact that we have, you know, these great um, tools to be able to share, I think that that's definitely going to be something that's going to be more empowering for the listeners rather than disabling them. Like you said, it's going to catapult them into feeling like they can take charge of not only the fear, but they can start taking charge of their life again. Absolutely. I love that approach that, that you, um, that you're encouraging. Um, What other techniques would you, would you recommend to the listeners today? Well, even going back to the journaling prompts and if your listeners are are listening right now and have a pen and some paper, um, I'm happy to share some of these and also, So, Eileen, we spoke about um, giving everybody um, a working with fear toolkit, which if anybody is interested, Eileen and I have put together a really strong toolkit today. And you can just email me at JG, like Jennifer Grace, JG at JenniferGrace.com. And these journal prompts will actually be in there. So if you don't have a pen handy, not to worry, just See if you can remember JG at JenniferGrace.com and I'll send these to you. But some really powerful journal prompts, meaning to write something at the top of the page and just respond to it. Um, the first one is just, what is the history of your fear? Um, asking, did it begin with a negative experience? What triggers this fear? Um, is it related to factors that affected your childhood environment? You know, and start doing the exploration. Um, how does fear affect you? You know, is it causing you to stay in bed instead of getting up and going, you know, out and being social? You know, is it debilitating you? Um, so just starting to utilize questions, deep penetrating questions to, to get to the core of it. Because I think if we understand it, where it came from, why it triggers us, how it's debilitating to us, you know, this is part of that detaching from the fear, doing the inquiry and starting to get some real insight and real intuition about it. And with that knowledge, I think you can start taking the, the fear from a 10 to a 5, you know, and start really having it not have such a hold on you when you explore it I love that idea I think that that's I think that that is so impactful is because you're you're giving the you're giving the person the opportunity to actually also relook at their lives and and really understand okay so this is the impact that this had for me in the past and to be able to do it different this time around is so so empowering and so strong for the for the individual to actually be able to go through the experience and know that how it how it held them back or how it affected them in a detrimental way in the past. Yep. It doesn't have to go down that way this time around. Right. You don't have to keep falling into the same hole over and over and over again. Exactly. Especially when you have self-awareness. I think that's the beauty of personal development, of psychology, of, of all of this work, that you have the wherewithal to step outside of yourself and, right. you know, and really look at, 
where does this come from? What's working? What's not working? Where do I need to shift and change? Because when we stay on the hamster wheel, we keep doing what we're doing. We keep getting what we're getting. And when you start working with a coach or a therapist or doing, you know, practical tools and techniques on your own and working with self-help, now you have awareness. You have so much more power when you have self-awareness. Another thing that comes up for a lot of my students, because a lot of people come to work with me to really launch those dreams that have been living inside of their head for months, years, maybe decades. And why they are stopped and paralyzed is because of either their fear of failure or their fear of success. Or the fear of success. You're so right. Absolutely. That's a huge piece. Yes. Yes. So what I say to that is, you know, first write down what's, so say you have a fear of failure. You know, what's the worst that will happen if I fail? Journal about that. And then ask yourself, can I handle that? And the answer is usually yes. Yes. You know, right now I'm launching in writing my second book, right? So my itty-bitty beep committee, I don't know if we can swear (laughs) on your show, my Hey How show, I used to be able to swear on it, but... (laughs) Congratulations on our itty bitty bitty beep committee inside of our heads, right? We have this little gremlin. So my gremlin's like, oh, you're a one hit wonder. Your second book is never going to be accepted by Hay House. You've got nothing original to say. You're going to fail. Don't even try, right? Right. So there's this fear of failure. So, okay, so what's the worst that can happen that I submit my book proposal and I get rejected and I go to every publisher and nobody wants my book? That's the worst that can happen, right? Exactly. Can I handle that? Of course you can. (laughs) I can handle that. And then I ask myself, what's the best thing that can happen? And then I journal about that. And that answer is, is that this work inspires and motivates others to get out of their own way and really step into their greatness. Can I handle that? Absolutely. Yeah. And am I willing, right? Am I willing as a leader to put myself on the block for rejection for the possibility of making a difference in the lives of others versus the possibility of looking like a fool? And I'm up for that. I'm game for, you know, because none of this is about us, especially when we're talking about, you know, your legacy, your impact, because every single one of us has a purpose. We have a reason that we've came here. And it's our job, I think, as human beings to discover that purpose and to give ourselves to that. And yes, especially in the beginning when we're starting out, Dare to suck, dare to fail, dare to be wrong, because the second time you're going to be right, probably. We're going to learn from those failures. And if we don't put ourselves out there willing to be laughed at or rejected or failure, we're never going to know what could have been, you know, and I'm, I'm up for that gamble of doing this because I know that it can shift and change the world. That's, that's really me up against my fear of failure is being willing to fail because the success, it's not about us. You know, we're just vessels of bringing our purpose to the world and it's not about us. So we've got to be willing to fail really for others. And the second I get 
out of that, now it's not about me. Now I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm doing this for everybody else. And then the fear goes away. Exactly. There's no more fear. Exactly. I completely agree. So that's a very powerful inquiry, right? Yes. What's the worst that can happen? Can I handle that? What's the best can happen? Um, am I willing to fail for that, for that risk of maybe greatness? Yes. And I love the way that you have put it for our listeners today, because one of the things that I would tend to share is what is the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can already that can happen has already happened. The worst thing that can happen is not taking the challenge, is not not allowing yourself the ability and the freedom to at least at least experiment with the idea, at least experiment with the options that you do have and see which ones do work for you and which ones don't. When we don't do anything, we feel worse about ourselves because we know that we can we could gain so much more if we did go through the journey, but just staying stifled and staying held back is something that we do to ourselves. It's almost like a level of self-punishment, self-destruction. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I love to share um, with the listeners today as well is when we think that fear is is bad for us or that anxiety is bad for us, I love to look at the reverse side of that. For me, motivation comes from anxiety. For me, motivation comes from this, you know, the, the not knowing, the excitement of, wow, like something something different can happen in my life. Something challenging can happen in my life. So rather than looking at fear or anxiety as something that is scary or something that is bad for us, we've got to realize that it's also something that that we can use to motivate us, to catapult us, to take us into that next level and that next challenge in our life. So absolutely, I'd love to look at the flip side of it as well. Um, I don't yeah. know what's your perspective. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I think you know it's it's funny. My mom is in town and she's visiting me, and um, <laughs> she taught me something. And and there's this quote by Pema Chodron. Chodron. She says, you're closest to your truth when you're the most afraid. And I'm going to repeat that. Wow. You're closest to your truth yes. when you are the most afraid. Now, here you are going, okay, but fear sometimes is good. It's telling me dr- danger, stay away. So here's the distinction. And this is what she taught me. Fear mixed with dread, don't go down that road. Fear mixed with excitement, you're closest to your truth. Absolutely. So I think that's such a great gauge for us with our intuition to know what kind of fear we should be moving towards because we're getting right there on the edge of our greatness or the kind of fear that says, you know what, this is not going to be serving me well and my intuition is saying, uh-uh, don't do this, it's dread. Wow, that's so very I ag- powerful. Isn't yeah. that powerful? Sure is. Yep. It really is. So tell us a little so, bit about your journey. You know what? Before I do that, I do want to say one thing. Okay. The fear of success. I oh. want to just answer that, uh, to deal with that piece too. A lot of people I have found are afraid of success because they feel if they succeed, maybe surpass their partner, their family, their friends, they're going to be ostracized. And so they stay small and they don't play big because they don't want to be alienated and alienated by their friends and family. That is true. <laughs> that is so yeah. true. And you know what I always say? Let that be your problem. When you get so successful, take them all to Tahiti. They'll love you. <laughs> 
That is absolutely true. That's a great perspective. But the, and then they, they could also use, you know, the inquiry as well. You know, what's the worst that will happen if I succeed and can I handle that? And the answer probably is yes. So I just wanted to add the flip side of the success. Absolutely. And this is great for our listeners. And, our, and I'm hoping that everybody out there is taking some notes and, and at least establishing the information that they will be journaling about. Um, we'll be taking a few minutes, um, a couple minute break. Um, so let's stay tuned for um, the rest of our show. Thank you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Life is a journey which never gets easier. As we go through life, we just handle things better as we get to know ourselves. Listen for the Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli believes that each of us are pre-programmed with all the answers and tools we need to move through any situation life throws at us. It's discovering those tools and answers that will set us on the right path to enjoying and navigating life. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into It's Absolutely All About You. To reach Eileen Nunez or her guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So we're all back. And um, again, with my, um, with my great um, guest, Jennifer Grace, um, 
So we're going to be sharing a little bit more tools. Jennifer is going to be telling you a little bit also of the um, the free tools <laughs> that she and I have been putting together so that we can go ahead and share with our listeners today. You want to go into that a little bit more, Jennifer? Sure, absolutely. Well, we have two gifts that we want to give all of the li- listeners today. The first is just a great PDF um, free toolkit all about how to overcome and work with your fear. And if you'd like to receive that written PDF that has all the journal prompts that we were talking about in the beginning and lots of other juicy tools, you can just go to jg at jennifergrace.com. And then the other exciting gift that I have for your listeners today, Eileen, is I'm going to be doing a free online masterclass called How to Overcome Anxiety. Um, tools to stop obsessive thinking. So if you have a lot of racing thoughts, oh, a lot of great. you know obsessive thinking, you're up with the 4 a.m. the loop that just won't stop. I have some really powerful tools that come from um, the course that I teach based on a Stanford University master's degree program, and they can access that at jennifergrace.com slash free tools and just sign up. There's going to be one this coming Wednesday night, um, March 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard and then also on Thursday, March 3rd from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard. So again, just jennifergrace.com slash free tools. Sign up for those free online masterclasses or email me at jg at jennifergrace.com. Eileen and I are putting together a fabulous um, working with fear toolkit for all of you because I know that we're just going to be delivering so much information on this show today, and I just think it's great for people to be present, and they can be listening and know that we've got it all written down for them, more to follow, so that they really can start taking their power back, because it's so debilitating. It's You know, when fear is just gripping you, and it's paralyzing. So we do, we need practical tools and techniques in order to work with fear. And there's so many fears that people have, you know, the financial fears and fears about, you know, never meeting somebody or if you're with a partner, losing that partner and job security. And, you know, the world that we're living in is in a state of insanity. So there are things that can keep us up at night. But the interesting thing is, you know, all of these things are, are, outside of us right they're external and so this worry is internal and worry is simply a thought pattern okay and so it's about working with that thought pattern and becoming the master of your thoughts right we can let our thoughts run us or we can harness them and we can become the master of our thoughts. And I think one of the most powerful techniques you can learn to start becoming the master of your thoughts and not allowing the thought pattern of worry send you down that, you know, scenario. Well, what if this happens and that happens? And what if they break up with me? And what if I lose my job? And what if I don't have the money? You know, that that just train that takes us. All those what ifs, right? Right? <laughs> yes. At 4 a.m., you know, Meditation. Exactly. Meditation is huge, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, I can't meditate. My thoughts don't stop. Well, 
here's the news. <laughs> Your thoughts are not going to stop when you meditate. And when I learned that, because I always thought I sucked at meditating because I would sit there in my yoga class and the last like five minutes we'd meditate and I'm like, oh, I, I can't stop my thoughts. I can't meditate. Right. And that's a fallacy, you know, because you think that when you meditate, your thoughts are supposed to stop. And so I just want to let everybody know that that's just not true. You know, what the practice of meditation is designed for is for you to slow down your thoughts, right? So it's not that rapidness and start to create space between the thoughts, right? And so inside of that space is where we find peace. And also that very act of coming back to the breath over and over and over again, right? So you're there meditating, You're following your breath all the way in, all the way out. A thought comes in. Your job as the meditator is to not allow the thought to go more than one sentence. And then you bring it back. You know, it's kind of like taking your mind to the brain gym every morning. And we don't have a problem exercising our bodies, but why aren't we exercising our minds? You know, that's where our power lies. So that act of coming back to the breath, okay, so now you're off the cushion and you're in your day, right? And you're driving and the phone rings and you get fired or broken up with. And there goes the freight train of thoughts of freaking out. But you were in the mind gym that morning. And so instead of reacting, you respond. Instead of allowing your thoughts go off into a million different directions, You have the wherewithal to come back to the present moment where you can think of creative solution. And so it's also great when you're lying in bed at night with obsessive thinking. And one of my favorite tools is the five senses check-in. You see, when you are focusing on what you're sensing, meaning you're smelling, tasting, touching, you know, hearing, you cannot They say this scientifically. You cannot also focus on your thoughts. Exactly. Right? So there there everybody is. We're in bed. There goes the loop. So what you can do is something called 54321. Right. So you look for five objects in the room. You know, you touch five objects. Even if you're in bed, touch your lamp, touch your journal, touch your water glass, you know, touch your own skin. And then you smell. You know, smell your own scent, smell the candle, smell, you know, something else in the room. And then listen, listen for two different sounds, maybe one in the room and out of the room. And finally, taste, just run your tongue along your teeth and swallow. And by doing that, by focusing on the senses and not the thoughts, it slows down the obsessive thinking. And then you can just start focusing on your breath, how... All the way in the inhale, it's cool. And when you exhale through your nose, it's warm. And the next thing you know, you're lulling off to sleep. So that's a beautiful tool, the 54321, to slow down the obsessive thinking. That's a great tool, Jennifer. I really love the idea of the meditation. And that's definitely something that I have... Um, encourage well actually I've got a, a complete a, a practice just on meditation and being able yes. to 
to go into really silencing your mind. And like you said, the thoughts don't stop, but you can control how the thoughts are, are going to be controlling you and how the thoughts will continue to run the course of the day or the course of the incident or whatever the episodes are that you are going through. That being able to go into this place of just silencing your mind and going within you and the power that the breath has and how the power of the the breath and the inhale and the exhale also takes us to a place of grounding. It takes us to a place mm-hmm. where we go within and we recognize, you know, the greatness that lies within us when we're in this place of silence, where we're in this place of meditation, when we actually get to feel our heart beating, where we can feel the pulsations going through the different aspects and areas of our of our body. And, and it's such a beautiful sensation to to know that you are the thinker in your mind, that nothing mm-hmm. else can go in there and nothing else can actually take over this moment of silence, this moment of inner peace where you can actually organize your thoughts, which is something that I love to teach my my clients and, and teach the listeners here today is that doesn't mean that you're going to stop the thinking. A lot of people say, well, I can't meditate because I can't silence my mind. Right. Well, right. thank goodness. I'm so glad that you, you can't silence your mind and just disappear. But the idea is that you can be in charge of those thoughts and that yep. you are in charge of your mind. Yeah. And, um, and I love the, the five steps um, that you were talking about. I love that tool to be able to, to help because this is something that, that not only adults get to use, but children. I love to introduce meditation to kids. They yep. love this stuff because they get to concentrate better in school. And they when they start to see that their grades begin to improve and that their behavior is better and that they're better with their peers and with their parents and they get commended for their good behaviors and the good status that they begin to have even in schoolwork. I mean, again, meditation and, and the mindfulness of being attentive to our thoughts is part of this catering to ourselves. It's being good to us. It's connecting to that greatness that you and I love to talk about yeah. and, and to empower the listeners and the people that we get to work with on a day-to-day. So yeah. I love that. Is there anything, um, give us another tool. Uh, tell us a little bit about well, something else. Let's talk about the kids for a moment. You know, okay. it's hard to have a, you know, eight-year-old, a 10-year-old, or even a 15-year-old sit there and just, you know, breathe and focus on a mantra and on your breath. But a, a, an option that you can do is mindfulness walks. Yes. And this is a really powerful and great tool for adults, but most importantly for children. So um, take your kids on a color walk. Okay. So you leave your house and you walk through your neighborhood. And for 15 minutes, all you do is look for one color. And so maybe it's yellow and you come out and you see this beautiful yellow blossom tree. And then, you know, you and your child, you're just looking for color. There's a yellow door and there's a yellow bicycle. And you're so consumed with looking for this color, your attention gets brought to the present moment. And so there's no thoughts of future or past. You're just simply in the present. You're wow, that's here so now. powerful. Yes. Yeah. And so doing that, I think a great time to do that with, with kids is, you know, after dinner. It starts winding down the day, you know, instead of maybe going in front of the television, you know, what about let's all take a walk. Let's go on a color walk. You can do it as a shape walk. Um, You can also do this when you're eating, 
you know, let's just look at the colors on our plates and the textures and really smell the food and taste the food. So there's so many different ways that you can use mindfulness exercises with your kids that you're just focusing on one thing. Beach walks are great. You know, we live here in Florida, you know, taking your kids to the beach. You know, nature has such a balancing effect on us. It really does. That is just, it calibrates us to the moment because we're so in awe of the vastness of the sky and the sound of the birds and the way the wind feels on your face. And I think, you know, going to the beach and just looking for treasure and not worrying about what we're going to have for dinner later or what happened earlier at school, just being so consumed with looking for shells and treasure that it's just, it, it's, it's peace. You know, yeah. you find peace because you're not frazzled. And that's really important for kids. And even just teaching them you know, before they take a test to just breathe, you know, and to not worry about the grade and just be present with what's in front of them and, you know, to slow themselves down before they, you know, dive into a test-taking situation. And I love aromatherapy also for children, you know, combining using lavender, whether it's infused in their um, rooms or if you were you couple of drops in their baths, putting on really healing, nice, soft music. My son used to fall asleep to this Reiki music every night, you know, and I would just give him a massage with lavender oil and, you know, it would really help him calm down and go to sleep. So there's so much that we can do as adults and for our kids to really bring ourselves to get more centered and grounded. And that takes away the fear and the anxiety. There's there's so many very simple tools that just grounds us in the here and now. And what I, what I find to be so wonderful and so beautiful is that when we teach our children from our own example and they begin to become introduced to these new techniques and these tools that you and I are, are bringing up for, for our listeners today, it's so impactful because it begins to change everybody's mind. It begins to change everybody's uh, level of interaction. And and it comes with it comes with respect, but it comes with pleasure. It comes with, with loving to be with e- being with each other and sharing those moments so that it's something that they look forward to. It's not them coming home and just being that regular, that daily routine that everybody gets gets disappointed in you know something right. that they don't even look forward to that they have this ability to be able to actually you know just enjoy you know I'm going to go home and you know I'm going to have this meal tonight I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to connect to my senses or I'm going to have the walk after dinner looking forward yes. to that rather than sitting in front of the the television or the PlayStation or the computer or texting on their phone if they're teenagers yeah so, yeah mindful ritual You know, and whether that ritual is that you have your evening walk, your evening tea, your bath, whether it's no cell phones at the dinner table, you know, creating ritual and creating mindfulness, you know, moments in your day with yourself and your kids can just really have a much more balanced, relaxed um, result in life. And the meditation definitely, even if it's just a few breathing exercises prior to going to sleep, will mm-hmm. definitely help them rest. And to be able to have a restful mind is also going to help them to have the level of success and excellence to do well in school on the following exactly. day. Yeah. And so it's been so wonderful having you on the show. We're almost done with our time, Jennifer. Um, <laughs> is there anything that you want to tell the listeners before we, we co- we're done with sure. our Sure, <laughs> sure. Once again, I'm so 
so excited to share that free toolkit on working with your fear at jg at jennifergrace.com. And if anybody wants to join me for the free online masterclass um, about overcoming anxiety and mindfulness tools, I think we only shared like two or three and I've got about <laughs> 20 more. Um, you can just go to jennifergrace.com slash free stuff. And that's a resource for them. That's There will always be free masterclasses. There are lots of great giveaways that I'm happy to share with your listeners just to help people get from where they are to where they want to be. Love it. Um, we'll be taking a few minutes, um, a couple minute break. Um, so let's stay tuned for um, the rest of our show. Thank you. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Want more positivity in your life? Are you ready to get healthy, happy, and energized? Join the Stella Donna Goddess Gals, Cynthia Bryan, and Heather Brittany for a power hour of stimulating, supportive conversation on Star Style. Be the star you are. A lineup of best-selling authors, celebrities, and experts. Join the effervescent mother-daughter dynamic duo in this upbeat, positive, life-changing talk radio playground. Star Style. Be the star you are. Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 to 8 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Lend us your ears. It's power time. Do you ever stop to question yourself? Is there more that you could be doing in your life to help you? How can you manifest real change in the world? The answers to these and other questions about ourselves lie in sustainability from within. Featuring host Silvelli Salviato, you can take the either or and change it into both and. If you want to make real changes in yourself, your life, and your world, you can't miss one show. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. We're all living in the moment, but you never know when life is going to take a unique turn. It doesn't have to be a challenge, but perhaps more of a detour to get where we need to be. On The Sky's the Limit, host Karen Levitt knows that experience, having faced it herself. Learn about her journey from a life-changing event to where she is now. Her guests are amazing people who are living these experiences and overcoming obstacles. Learn from their stories every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into It's Absolutely All About You. To reach Eileen Nunez or her guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So when we're talking about the mindfulness and the meditation and being mindful of our thoughts and understanding the power that we have over our thoughts and how 
how it is, how the level of importance to be able to manage ourselves and manage what we are thinking. And one of the things that I have always found very interesting, Jennifer, is when I ask clients, what is a repeated thought? Tell me something that that plays over and over again Mm -hmm. in your mind. What I mean, Typically, everybody knows what that what the answer to that question is, and they'll tell me like right off the bat. Well, you know, it's the financial situation that I'm going, undergoing. Well, it's the problem that I'm having with my with my son or my daughter. It's the problem that I'm having in my relationship. So when we're attentive and we're aware that there is a repeated thought or there's a couple repeated thoughts that play over and over again, it's because we have the idea, we have the knowledge of what is bothering us. We have this this understanding that there is something that is really triggering this level of fear that we're experiencing and this level of not knowing what to do with these thoughts that are that are constantly at us that are creating these levels of of whether anxiety and panic, whether it's uh, the fear, like you said earlier, we spoke about the fear of the unknown, the fear of success. Um, so the repeated thought, um, I want the listeners to understand the power that we have when we know what exactly it is that we become anxious about, what we're becoming fearful about. Mm. Because in order for us to be able to overcome it, we've got to know what it is. We've got to know where it's coming from. We've got to understand that it's something that we're allowing in and that it's really consuming us. It's really consuming our thoughts. And like you said a little while ago, even the fact that it does have an impact in the different parts of our body, whether we're getting continuous headaches, whether they're migraines, whether Mm. we have back problems, whether we're having chest pains, whether we feel a lot of pressure in in, in our heart center, that these are different areas of our body that are telling us and they're messaging us that the repeated thoughts are really creating other symptoms that are really are surpassing the level of fear or the level of anxiety because now it's becoming a physical symptom within our body. Right, a physical manifestation. Do you do you have a tool in particular that you would recommend or refer to a client that comes in with that sort of problem? When it's when it's manifested physically? Yes. Well, I think, you know, it's just coming back down to identifying that because a lot of times we're just like so caught in physicality that we don't realize they say that 80% of our physical pain is comes from emotional distress. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so a lot of us, no, 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 well, I just, I hurt my back or no, 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 no. I just, I've always gotten migraines and we just kind of brush that off. So I think one, just being open to the possibility that our emotions are so, you know, the mind body spirit connected they're so connected you know to our physical well-being just kind of owning that like well maybe it is a possibility and of course you know there's working with people and giving them tools to work with that fear so that it doesn't overcome them Um, one of my favorite tools that I love to use is called worry time so um (laughs) what you do is when you get up in the morning and say there's something really heavy on your heart and you're just worrying, you're so like, you're paralyzed with fear about this. And I'm sure we've all gone through this at least once in our lifetime. At least, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're waiting for that test result or you've gotten into an argument with somebody and you can't talk to them until after work and you're just kind of gripped with this fear. And so what I say is to set worry time. And you set it for that evening, maybe at 9 p.m. 
So you start your day and all of a sudden you're driving to work and there goes the worry. It starts consuming you again, right? You say, oh, wait, I can't worry about it now. Right. It's not worry time, right? And then a little later on you're at work and then the fear starts coming about, oh, can't worry about it now. It's not worry time. You're cooking dinner. Can't, here comes the work. Can't worry about it now. It's worry time. Nine o'clock comes, your alarm goes off and it says worry time. Right. <laughs> you got 30 minutes to sit there and you could worry all you want for 30 minutes. Exactly. What will happen is after three seconds of doing it, you will burst into hysterical laughter at the ridiculousness of actually sitting down and <laughs> scheduling time to worry. And nine times out of 10, whatever you were worried about in the beginning of the day has resolved itself. Exactly. And there you are, and there's nothing to worry about anymore. Or you see how, like I said, ridiculous it is to sit down and worry. So it's, it's a kind of a psychological trick. It's just putting off the worry, putting off the worry, putting off the worry, and you, you give yourself a worry-free day. So that's a really fun tool that I love to um, share what I like about what I like about what you're saying is that you're really still in charge of when you get to worry. Like you're still in mm-hmm. charge of when you're going to be able to have this emotion. So you're putting this particular emotion that is obviously it's a negative emotion and you're putting it off throughout the day so that you're not actually internalizing. So that the yes. rest of your day isn't ruined by this. Again, the repeated thought that we talked about a little while ago exactly. that you're not going to give that your power and your energy that you're going to take it over and and know like I don't want you in my day right now I'm not ready for you I'm not not willing to give up my power and my 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 happiness or the joy that I'm feeling right now or even the level of peace that I'm feeling or even that you know what maybe hasn't been the perfect day but I'm not going to allow it to be a worse day so you're really taking your power back and that's what the whole process of whether we're going into the meditation, whether we're going into these different tools and techniques that that you're talking about, what I'm hearing you say is that this is about empowering the client. This is about empowering people to take charge of their life, to take charge of their emotions and not allow the emotion to take over them. Yes, exactly. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's about taking your power back. All of these tools are around taking your power back. You know, your fear, like I said in the beginning of the show, you know, it may not go away. Right. And um, one of my favorite authors, Elizabeth Gilbert, she talks about her fear and she says every time she starts a new creative project, it's like getting in the car and, you know, going for something. She's like, oh, my fear just gets in the back seat. Right. (laughs) And I tell my fear, you know, yeah, you can come. I know you're not, I know you're not going to stay. I know you're going to come along from the ride, but here are the rules. Number one, you cannot touch the radio. (laughs) Number two, you're not giving me directions. And number three, and most importantly, you're not allowed to drive. I love it. So what a great analogy, you know, not allowing our fear to take the wheel that I see you, I hear you but you're not going to win and drawing your fear, naming your fear, you know, giving it characteristics, getting it outside of you, acknowledging it, but then also standing in your power of, I feel you, I hear you, I see you, but I'm still going to move fearlessly towards my dreams and goals, you know, because that's the only thing that's in the way of us in the life of our dreams is us and our fear. And honestly, that's the good news because what a lot of people like to do is blame everything else. 
well, it's my past. It's my trauma. It's my, which is real, but it's my story or it's, you know, my boss or it's my spouse or it's my financial circumstance. It's, it's all of these reasons as to why I can't succeed instead of it's me. And I'm going to take responsibility for that. And I'm going to understand that I'm in my own way. And the second we just own that, we can move past that. But it's when we're in denial, we're blaming and pointing fingers at everybody else as to why we're not reaching our goals and dreams. That's the trap. So really, you know, acknowledging what part we're playing in all of this. Like I said, the only thing that's in the way of us and the life of our dreams is us and our fear. So we have to learn to work with it. And that's exactly what my book is all about. It's absolutely all about you speaks about exactly that. The fact that we're the good news is that we're in charge and we don't need to wait for somebody else to do something in order for us to take care of our life, in order for us to take care of what is our passion, what is our purpose, where are we heading, um, what is our vision, how are we going to get there? I want my dreams to be my reality and I don't need to wait for somebody to do something in order for me to get there. The right. good news is that it's just me who can put, again, like you said, I can get in my way or I can open up my way and I can allow myself to just have this freedom to enjoy the ride and going from fear to freedom and mm. letting go of fear to going into the freedom of not having it anymore is all our journey. It's, it's really it's really what I want the listeners and I want people that read my book. I want that's the message of absolutely all about you is yeah. to be able to get them into that joy ride from coming from a place of fear to finding their freedom and and doing it in a fun way and being able to do it in a way that that comes with play and playfulness and mm, I love that something that I that I learned um not too long ago is when I work with children and we do play therapy and I sit on the floor with them and we color and we do artwork and we we kind of understand where their emotions are and where they feel stuck and where they feel like they're not good enough or whatever it is that's going on for them. Right. We get to play. They get to talk about their emotions and release them and they're playing. They're having fun. Nobody's sitting down, you know, just talking or, or making it a boring session and to be able to incorporate this with the adults and to help them to find their fun place and their fun, uh, this place of, of just enjoying the presence of whatever these emotions are that are that are really taking over and in a very playful and in a fun way of connecting to this inner joy, little by little, the negativity, the negative emotions, the, the fear, the, par- the paralysis, the anxiety are all going to begin to dwindle away. Yes, I agree. And why not have fun? You know, personal development, the healing journey, it doesn't have to be so serious. No. You know, I I actually started um, a new web series and um, that's the tagline, you know, to not take life so seriously. It's kind of like Oprah meets Saturday Night Live. And, (laughs) you know, we talk about the, you know, I've I interview really exceptional, incredible experts, and then we do parodies, and we have fun. You know, I love teaching with humor. I think that humor and laughter is the most healing medicine ever, and I just love hearing you talk about the joyride, talking about play, and 
you know, weaving that with personal development and having people have breakthroughs and yeah, laugh in the face of your fear. You know, we don't have to have it own us. And there's so many beautiful practical tools and techniques that we can create and we can be part of communities of people that support us. You know, I think a lot of times people are afraid because they feel so alone and, you know, joining in, you have such a beautiful community. What you're creating on this show is incredible. I've created a huge tribe in South Florida and now really worldwide because of my connection with Hay House. And find your people, you know, find people who can support you and love you and go to support groups and do group work. Group work is so healing. Yes. You know, I always tell people, if you don't resonate so with my, yeah, I say, if you don't resonate with me as your coach, find your coach and please, please exactly. do group, group work. Group work exactly. is the best. It's the best. Exactly. Well, because it gets to, nor- you get to normalize and you get to talk to people who have the same issue or have had, yes. had similar issues. So yours doesn't seem so serious anymore. Not you, at all. You could actually take light. And, and what's going on and what's happening to you so that you can actually really just work through it and process and let it go and leave exactly. it in your past. Yes. And I would love, once again, as we wrap up here, it looks like we're right at the end of the show, I think. Yes. Um, I would love to invite all your listeners to enjoy either the free toolkit and you can email me at jg at com about how to work with your fear or I'm going to do an online free masterclass this Wednesday, March 2nd from 9 to 10 p.m. Or Thursday, um, March 3rd from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you miss it, it'll be recorded. Just go and sign up at jennifergrace.com slash free stuff. And it's all about how to stop obsessive thinking and overcome anxiety. So... And happy I would love, to share that with your listeners today. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you so much. And I would love the listeners to also send me emails. I'd love to hear um, your input, what you got from today's show, any questions at um, www.famwellhealing.com. And I'd love to hear from you. You can also send to EileenNunez.com and let us know about any questions, anything you'd like to hear, we have some upcoming shows, any topics that you think that are important or of interest, I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. Thank you again, and have yourselves a great week. Thank you. We appreciate you tuning into the program this week. Please join Eileen Nunez for another edition of It's Absolutely All About You on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again next week.